uh, we're gonna set the nice tone of the pod. Um, <laughs> show some ludicrous love today. I think we got like, is that the song? I don't remember the song you picked. What song? You never sent me the song you picked. That's so that's fresh the fresh so part. clean. Oh, that's yeah. You never did send me an intro. Though. You never sent me an outro. That's what's up. Bayes ball. <laughs> that's what's up. Mm-hmm. Why you why you not musically inclined like that? I don't know about Outkast. No, he don't know. He don't know nothing about no Outkast. You know about host Q. I'm here with a few good gentlemen. Uh, we have Mr. X in the building. What it do? We have my uncle in the building, Lamar Montague. My full government, huh? What's up, everybody? <laughs> uh, the rest of the gang could not make it in, but shout out to Millie Rock on any block. And shout out to <laughs> Dragonfly Kumo. <laughs> <laughs> um, that nigga do a full backflip. I can't wait. He did a front flip with a sweep. Like, that is the most amazing thing I ever seen in my life. Uh, so definitely shout out to y'all. Um, how's everybody doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. That's good. That's good. Um, Mr. X, how about you? Man, you know, another week, a little stressful, but yeah, it's life. I understand. I understand. Uh, anything exciting happened though? Exciting happened this week. Nah, overtime back. So already. Yeah. Eight hours again and weekends. Well, Every day you gotta stay late. Plus the weekends now, I had to stay. I do basically do a double on Friday. Trying to be off today. Damn. Uh, Uncle Mark, what about you? How was your week? Pretty good. Uh, anything? Not that I can think of. You know, I had a couple sales. Sales? What do you do? Oh, that's a great question. Cool. <laughs> You like that transition, huh? Okay, I'm I'm ready now. All right, so what do you do? <laughs> now, nah, actually, I sell life insurance. Um, life insurance, like, um, like for just older, does the age range matter or no? No. Most of my clients are seniors because, you know, they're, you know, more important to them. They're getting older, but mm-hmm. I sell it to anyone. 30 days study for age 85. Mm-hmm. Um, how long have you been doing that for? In the business, about 10 years. This company been about six. Uh, any reason for the transition? Transition of what? Uh, company. Oh, I took a break from the last company where I was with because it's just the, the situation wasn't good. Gosh. But I always liked the business, so I, I found my way back into it. Um. So, yeah. Since you always like the business, what really inspired you to be like a life insurance seller? I wouldn't say I was inspired at first to do it, mm-hmm. but it, what kind of caught my attention was the money. You could make really good money doing it and you helping people. So, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of times people don't 
think about it and then something happens and unfortunately they got to figure it out. So my goal is to help them figure it out before something happens. Mm. Um, are you guys hiring? Yes, we are. Hey, where can I apply for a job? Well, you can leave my number with whoever your callers are, however you do your, your stuff. <laughs> Look, I'm not a professional at this, so we go. We want to start talking. <laughs> wait, yeah, he said we leave a number start. like this was like 1995. I was like, wait, what the? <laughs> Watch out now, this is, this is, Mr. X. I thought you was gonna give out an email or a phone. Yeah, just the, so people can get in touch with you, or you can get in touch with them. Um, I don't mind getting your information at the end and putting it in the description. Uh, so guys, just check the description uh, below. The information. Um, I will have his email. And his business number to reach him. If you guys have any questions about applying for the job and or getting insurance, can you tell us a couple of quick benefits? Anything they um when applying, anything like? They yeah, did? I mean, one of the benefits is it's, it's an easy process. You don't have to get blood drawn, urine samples. It's just like ten questions. Gotcha. And you know we got affordable rates, so whatever your budget is, we can work with you. So it's just a matter of figuring out what you want to do. And then we put something together based on what you tell me. And you cover most of the tri-state. Well, I say tri-state. You cover from where? From here? From I work Jersey just in New Jersey personally. Okay. I'm able to cover cover other areas. I just don't have my license there yet. Mm. Okay. So right now I'm focusing on just New Jersey. All right. So everybody in New Jersey, please holler at me. Anybody in Philadelphia. Just slide across that bridge. Just come across the bridge and get yourself some life insurance. It's better than setting up one of those... Uh, Go fund me. Go fund me. Or asking the church for money. Mm. Or putting it on a credit card. Or putting it on a credit card. Mm-hmm. Or just or just cremating somebody even though they told you they wanted a burial because you didn't get a plan in place. First of all, like I said, do not cremate me. Why? That's not what he wants. That's not what I want. I can't tell you. When they start bringing people back to life, I want to be amongst them first. Why? Why would I want to come back? Yes. Because I ain't done living. You never know when you go. It might be a little early. Yeah. So, oh. gentlemen, the goal should be, based on his statement, live while you're here to the fullest. Mm. That should be the goal. Do you have day. life insurance? Yeah. Well, I do the job. Yeah. Uh. And my mom got something on me, too. And my dad. Your mom and your dad. Yeah. Now, why don't you have something on them? Uh, life insurance on them? Because mm-hmm. they already got a policy on themselves. So. Oh, okay. So, why don't you have a policy on yourself? Why don't I have a policy on mm-hmm. myself? I do, through my job. So, what happens when you leave the job? Then I will have to get other other life policy. So, or, what's that say to you? But I'm not gonna leave my job. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't plan on leaving it. This is actually a great conversation. Let's go into this. Okay. I don't know this may not have been planned, but no, no, we're here. It's gonna drop a little knowledge. Okay. Wait, real quick. Go ahead. How much would it cost for a horse and carriage ride around the city? That's a great question. If I, I might have to get back to you, nigga. What? That's what. I, that's that's in my own in my own my my will. You want to be horse and carriage around your city? Yeah, nigga. You want to be there? So yeah. For what? I want everybody to see me. Oh, I'm not saying around my city. I'm just saying up and down 38. That's all. Now this is actually a good <laughs> a good segue because you, you know you might have had some other planned topics, but this is actually stuff you said is perfect. Now we can go into this topic perfectly. I just have one quick pause. Go for it. You want me to take your casket to the strip club one last time? <laughs> no, my mom gonna be there. <laughs> good just because my mom ain't gonna be there. She, but y'all better go that night. <laughs> good to you, please, Mr. X. We'll start with you. Okay. Corn, I already straightened him out. I'm not straightening you out. I'm just going to try to give you a little game that you mm-hmm. want to think about. Now, your parents, you say your parents got policies on you. Mm-hmm. So what happens if they pass first, which the numbers say probably will pass first? Well, then the, the policy my mom got on me for my 
through my kids. Well, I just gotta make sure I keep the payments up on that mm-hmm. through USA. Okay. So, and then for the policy at your job. Okay. That one's gonna be gone once you leave. My job. Right. Yeah. And then I just have to just probably transfer it over. So, so let me ask you this next it. question. Okay, that's good. You're gonna transfer it over to the next job. If they oh, have no, benefits. Oh, oh no, I'm just saying, or I just had to take over the full payments. Like, okay. when I leave the job. So the next question I'm gonna ask you is why don't you do it? Why would you have your parents pay for it? Why would I? I one, I didn't know my parents had it until they told me. Okay. Yeah, it's Fair enough. And just like I have a policy out for my kids, it's just something my mom always told me you should do. So, okay. You don't so, ever want to bury your kids, but just in case you, it, this it is comes true. to it. This is important because a lot of people are dying younger. So, it's yeah. important to have something. The point I'm trying to make or the question I'm trying to really ask is we got to take responsibility for our own things. Is the point I'm trying to make. It's great that your parents look out for you, but we got to look out for ourselves too. Wait, that's a fact. Yeah. Why put that burden on somebody else when you can handle it yourself? That's a fact. And that's some of the things I run into when I go out and see people is what everything you just said. That's the reason why I said that's a good segue because a lot of times people assume different things. My mama got it. My daddy got it. My sister, my brother got it. But one or two missed payments and they don't got it. And then what ends up happening is they go to do that policy and it's not there anymore. That's true. Because it's out of your hands. So the important, the, the really important thing with life insurance is you are in control of it. It's the point. You want to be in control of your final affairs. You know what I'm saying? Like it shouldn't be someone else's responsibility to pay for your situation when you go. You got insurance on our phones, cars, houses, renters insurance. They got insurance for everything. And then that's the one thing people don't really look at because they put it down the road. They kick the can a little bit. And what ends up happening is the end of the road shows up. And now the people that's left behind is trying to figure things out. So, um, what's your business? How do you go about, uh, actually like, uh, translating that to uh, a younger, uh, audience? It really depends on the person because honestly, unfortunately, the younger audience don't want to hear what I have to say because a lot of them don't feel like they're going to die anytime soon, which is true. But the people I talk to are in their seventies and eighties mm. on a fixed income makes an X dollars dollars a month for social security or pensions and now the policies cost 150, 200, $300 a month. So in my opinion, when you're younger, when the same policy would cost you $40 a month, why not do it now? What's the point of waiting? Is the question I always ask, but it just depends on the person you're talking to if they see the value in it. So I try to make people see the value in it is what my goal is when I sit with people. I try to figure out, you know, what they got going on now and then make a recommendation and then it's obviously up to them to make a decision. Um well you know when you're younger you just feel like you're invincible and you got your whole life ahead of you. So mm-hmm. you don't you don't think about that and then when you weighing out the options of what you want to spend your money on. Yeah. Life insurance kind of just seemed like the waste. Yeah. At, at the, when you're in your your 20s. Even oh, of though course. even though you should you should have a policy on you. Yeah. But it, it's just it's like you said it that's what you said is it. But I can tell you from personal experience I'm 42 now. If I would have kept the policy I had when I first got out of college, it would not only be paid for, I would have to make no more payments on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm God willing, I might be living for another 40 or 50 years and I would have that handled. So, and another thing I tell people too, with, with, you have to look at life insurance from another angle as well. Like that's how you can leave a legacy. You could be someone with not a lot of money, do your situation right and set your next generation up very well. And then you can continue that because most people, don't look at it that way. They just look at it. Oh, you're going to bury me. Out of, it, there's a lot more to it with the life insurance because the money that is left behind can be done a lot with. 
it's also like the one thing that we don't really educate ourselves with is is life insurance. Like truthfully, yeah. Like I said, just it's like the not saying it's the least important thing because it is actually the most important. I've seen plenty of people pass away and didn't have life insurance, and like you said, it's kind of it's kind of hard to see somebody who has to pay for a, a six thousand dollar funeral or seven thousand dollar yeah. funeral, and they only have a thousand dollars to their name. Mm-hmm. So I I agree with you on the life insurance being important yeah. important part, but it should be it should be. I guess talk when we're when we're a lot younger. But coming up, and we're around the same age. So coming up when we came up, it wasn't really taught to us. Yeah. So, you know I mean? so with the rapid number of people that are passing away, um, increasing, I would say year by year, does the uh, cost of these policies or the cost of like um, rates uh, increase? It like, probably will at some point. So um, that's what I'm saying. So you, are some of your numbers based off of uh, the rate of people dying? And you know, yeah, all life insurance is based on that to a degree. Mm. It's actuarial rates. I think I'm saying that it's like your age and your health. Your age and your health, and also how long you're supposed to live. Men are men are always pay a little bit more because we don't live as long as women. So generally speaking, a woman and a man at the same age, same health, same everything, other than you being a woman and him being a man. Gonna, the man's gonna pay a little more. Do you? Uh, That's why you switch. That Presbyterian life. Do you? Do you? Uh, do you? Do you? Do you? Uh, do you also base the rate off of the environment that you uh, sign people up in? Not our policies, but there are policies out there that take that into consideration. Mm. Meaning, like suburban. No, like meaning like this: like if you have a DUI or been in jail or certain policies do that. They look at your background. A little. Mm. <clears throat> One thing for me though, it's kind of hard to to trust like a lot of life insurance company because mm-hmm. I be always thinking they like pyramid schemes, yeah, because of the way they're they're set up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, you have to look into it. You have to look and do your homework like anything else. That's the reality of it. I mean, and for you gonna say I, I feel it. Black people sometimes we don't do our homework. We look at the price tag and that's all we work off, and that's not the way to go because we don't look at the price tag when we buy in Jordans. We don't look at the price tag we buy Michael Kors. We don't look at the price tag we buy Gucci. When it's time to set your family up to be well off after you gone, now we're looking at price tags. Like, what's well off? <laughs> not not paying for somebody I'm else's. Not, not, not no, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm talking about, like, what's a good amount to leave your family? It depends on what you're trying to leave them and what you want them to do with That's it. not what I asked. But what's I that, what's the, the highest what's, rate? What's, that, no, what's, what's a good amount to you? It, it's, it's, it's not a set thing, and this is what I mean. Okay. If you have... You have kids two, as an example. Two daughters. How old are your daughters? Eighteen and nineteen. Okay. See, so in your situation, your daughters are grown, so you might want to leave them some money. I don't know to help them buy a house. Maybe you want to leave some money to cover a wedding. Now, when you got four or five year olds, you might want to leave money for college. You want to need leave money income replacement because you're out of commission, so to speak. You're not there. So it really depends on the situation. But if there's not like a fixed dollar amount, it all depends on what your goal is. With the money, but it's all a lump sum check at once, or it's increments. Like, you can uh, set it up the different ways. You can do a lump sum check, or some people will give you the option. Some companies will give you the option to to do like monthly payments, so like an income stream. So mm-hmm. like, so essentially, like, it's like for the income stream, maybe if you have small children, you might have money go out every month for their living expenses, for their food. If you invest that right, it could be well off. You crazy? I told my daughters again, twenty five each, and the other ten, the ten is to bury me. And that's it. <laughs> How much does it cost to averagely bury a person? In New Jersey, is about ten to fifteen thousand on average. 
and that horse and carry ride, y'all better start that GoFundMe. It's gonna cost more than that for the horse and carriage ride. You're gonna have to start that GoFundMe. Well, all you need is the horse. You can find somebody else to drive the horse. Why can't you just be in a car? Well, why would I want to do that? (laughs) No, but see, this is a conversation you want to have, though, honestly. I told my mom. My mom Because if you don't have this conversation, you end up getting burned up. Because um, people go the cheapest route, especially if you don't put a plan or have money set aside. Side and the cremate is like what a thousand dollars, right? Um, roughly speaking, yeah. Okay. Side note: Lady J told me when she passed away, she wanted to be cremated, right? Okay, simple. But since I'm in charge of her affairs, right? I told her that wasn't gonna happen. Why? Huh? She wants to be cremated. So what? We can keep her ashes. Like no. she wants to spread her ashes somewhere. She wants to wants me to give them to her kids. Never mind. We're gonna touch on that. Later. But I ain't so, gonna do it. One of the benefits of the plans we offer, because they're actually like final expense plans, they're designed to cover burial expenses. You can write out what your wishes are. And you have to follow that in order to get a check? Not necessarily. But what I talk to people, what I explain to them is if you write it out, most people will respect your wishes as opposed to you telling one person. If you put something in writing. Right. Nothing's guaranteed because whoever your beneficiary is is going to be in charge of doing it. So basically, this uh, this last writing isn't like a will necessarily. It's more so mm-hmm. just like in a suggestion. It, it can be treated like a will in that sense, but no, it's not like legally binding. Do you guys also help with the prices of wills? No, I don't. Gotcha. How much three hundred thousand dollars going to cost me a month? What? How much three hundred thousand dollars going to cost me a month? It would depend on the, like your health and the type of policy, like. A term. Oh, for that, for that, I gotta get the blood and stuff. Going. You would have to do the blood work. Oh, three hundred yeah. thousand. Three hundred oh, thousand. Yeah. Who do you need three hundred thousand for? Well, what if I want to get my daughter's one fifty each? Well, not one fifty each, but I'm gonna give him a hundred each, and then the other hundred to my burial plot and stuff. Like that. Yeah. Now, see, like one of the ways that people use insurance mm-hmm. to benefit them. So, like, let's say you do your work, you grind, and you become a millionaire one day. When you die, there's estate taxes. So, as opposed to having them take money out of your estate. They got the policy, which is tax-free when it's paid out, and that money can be used to cover the taxes, and they keep everything. These are the things that people with money start learning as you gain wealth. You have to protect it. You know, you have to do things in a financial way that's going to protect your money. Taxes, So that's why you hear people all the time complain about taxes. It's not because they don't want to pay it. Well, it is because they don't want to pay it, but it's because they don't have to pay it. If you do things right, you only pay taxes if you don't do things right or you don't make a lot of money and you don't have stuff to deduct. So, so when you start making money, you have to find ways to protect it because it doesn't make sense not to. Hide it offshore. That's one way. So basically, this life insurance policy not only does it cover my funeral cost expenses, but can also cover the debt that I may leave behind, let alone yeah, the um, You can t- do it that way. The yeah, there's, there's like That's why I say when, it's, when someone asks me a question about, you know, different, it, it's, it's, it can go in a lot of different directions. So can I ask you a personal question? Go for it. Do you ever think it's fucked up sometimes that people... <laughs> do you ever think it's fucked up? <laughs> Wait, can you say that now? <laughs> can I see you be a little, little nice with your work, your privilege today? You ain't really, you ain't really, you know what I mean? That B word ain't come out all day, you know what I mean? Might not at all today. <laughs> but uh, do you ever think it's fucked up sometimes that some people are worth more dead than alive in your, th- in your type of business? Like some people, like, you go sometimes you go to certain households where you see this is a mess of households and they get a policy that's fifty thousand dollars. Do you ever think that like you may cause this person to think that or their spouse to feel like, damn, I'm better off just killing this? See, but I always answer that question because that comes up a lot. That's not a conversation. This is not the conversation we should be having. The conversation should be, do you want to stay with this person? Wait, that question come up. If that's what you think, oh yeah. 
all the time. <laughs> and I, I say it the same way every time. I'm like, this is another conversation outside of this one. You need to figure out if this is the one you we need to be with. Because if you're asking yourself that question, she just gonna kill me if I do this. You need to find somebody else. And that's real. I'm, I'll be serious as hell when I say it. Mm. That's that's like, but most people are saying it in a joking way. They're trying to be funny and, and not have a, a serious conversation. So they're right. doing different things to change light, the direction of the conversation. Because yeah. it's, it's an uncomfortable conversation. Definitely. But the one thing that, you know, makes me feel proud of what I do is I've never had someone come up to me and say, you pressured my mom into doing this, or you should have told her it was, she could have got a cheaper policy. Right. They always say, thank you. Mm. The calls that I don't like, or when I leave my car, cause someone wanted to think about it. And then they call me saying that they had a policy and they didn't get one. They canceled it. Have That's you, uncomfortable. Have you ever experienced fraud or anything or people like, uh, just getting a policy in order to get the cash out value? Not really. Cause it takes too long for that to, to be, mm. there's other ways to cheat if you do stuff. Life insurance is a way, but it's not. Um, wait, what's the, the, uh, the limit where you don't have to get to like <laughs> It, it, it all depends on the company, but generally speaking, I would say 50000 is probably the minimum. Once you start going above that... They, they want to... They yeah, because the, this this is the way you have to look at it, because this is the way life insurance works. It's, it's, it's an agreement between two people. I'm agreeing to pay you X amount of dollars based on the information you've given me, being honest. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you giving me honest information. So, if I'm going to agree to pay your family a million dollars, for example... I can't necessarily trust what you're going to say. I need more proof. Okay. Do you have to get checked out every year? Mm-mm. So once you get checked out, it's over. That's just it. I mean, once you get approved, yeah, as long as you keep paying your premiums, every, like there's so many different yeah, types I know, of policies. I, 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 get, but, I get what you're saying on the but yeah. premium, but I just wanted to make sure as long as I get checked out this first time, everything yeah. after that. It's going to be based on that day or whatever yeah, I, you do your you. background or, uh, Underwriting. When they come to your house, they yeah, come to your I house, do, give they, you the shot. Yeah, I had and, that before. Okay. I do want to ask you a question though. Yeah. Um, about the job aspect of it. Why do you find um being a life insurance salesman, uh, salesman, salesman, that's fine. Um, more lucrative than most uh jobs or career fields. I mean, there's there's a thousand ways to make money. Correct. But for me, it's the renewals and the passive income I can generate. That's why. So mm-hmm. like when you get a policy with me, however long you keep it, I get a piece of it paid something. Now, um, that ties into the actual first question. Do you feel as though um can with your with your type of job since it deals with like sales and being on top of people and communication, do you feel like um you have to sacrifice some of your sleep in order to achieve your greater goal of what you want out of this or do you feel like you can sleep and still achieve your goal because you know uh steve harvey has that famous like little uh video of talking about rich people don't sleep and shit like that well it depends on what you want i mean because the way you have to look at it and i think maybe it was steve harvey said this i'm not sure but if you wake up at nine o'clock let's mm-hmm. say that's the day you, the time you get up every day right the rest of the world's but there's different parts of the world have been up 10 plus 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know the exact math, but I think Australia is like 16 hours ahead of us. Yeah. And that's just Australia. But, you know, if I'm in Hawaii, right? I live in Hawaii. I think Hawaii is six hours behind us. If I'm in Hawaii and I'm waking up at nine, mm-hmm. it's three o'clock over here. So whoever's living in New Jersey already got six hours on me of grinding just off, the, just off the rip. Cause I live here and they live there. Correct. So if sleep is important to you, you have to decide what you want. I'm not saying sleep isn't important because it is, but you have to look at it from the aspect of 
I'm going to grind real hard until I can get to a point where my money works for me and I don't have to work for the money. Mm. That's the way you want to look at it. So you can come off the brake or you can take your foot off the gas once you get a, a situation where your money works for you while you sleep. But you personally, do you feel as though um, which one is more applicable to you? For me? Yes. Sleep is not important. If that's the question, is that what you're asking me? Mm-hmm. No, not for me. Mm-hmm. I get the, I get enough sleep that I need, but I'm up early. I'm usually up by like 5.30 or 6, and I know people I work with get up at 4. Because the idea is this. Like, if we're both doing the same thing, right, whatever that is, playing basketball, playing video games, I don't know what we're doing that's the same. The only difference, most likely, outside of skill set, if, like, I'm better, like, athletically if we're playing basketball, is the time I put in. So we both are good athletes, but I put in four more hours a day than you, shoot 500 more shots than you a day, how are you going to catch up to me? Do mm. you know what I'm saying? Like how, how are you going to catch up to me? Because you're already starting the day four hours behind me. Right. So if, if I'm four hours ahead of you, every day that goes by, you're losing ground to me, so to speak. That's true. Because that's four hours of grinding, hustling, whatever I'm doing, building my mind, whatever you might say, that you're not doing. So while you're sleeping, um, Mr. X, how about you? What's your thoughts? <clears throat> I'm broken. I take naps, so we already know what's more important <laughs> to me. You got That's it. That's. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the point. You I, have to decide what's important to you. Yeah, I, I need my sleeps. So yeah, you know I mean, but do you think one can? Um, so you don't feel as though one can sleep and still be on the path to success at the same time? I don't know. Mark Zuckerberg take a nap, or or Jeff Bezos take a nap right now. They still gonna be rich, right? Their money gonna still make money for them, right? But that's the point. That was the point I was making before. Work hard till you get to a point where your money works for you. If you're not there yet, how you gonna sleep? That's why they can do that. That's the point I'm making. That's why they can do that. But if you don't sleep, how's the brain really function? It's not about working 48 hours straight with no sleep. Mm. It's about managing your time. Gotcha. So if, for example, you want to be up early in the morning, to grind and go to the gym or do whatever you want to do. You can't go to bed at two in the morning and try to wake up at five. It's not going to work. Every billionaire has the same 24 hours as every welfare person. Mm -hmm. The same 24 hours. It's just a difference between what they're doing with it. That's the difference. Nobody gets more hours because they're rich. It's how you manage that time while you have it. That's the difference. That is a true statement. Um, Stax, do you have any um, closing thoughts on this topic? No, not really. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it, I guess it's like like your uncle said it's for your your preference you have to decide what you want you know what I'm saying like and I always that's why I don't like never try to convince anyone to do anything because you have to want it and if you don't want it it's not gonna make sense now since that is such a great point when you go into <laughs> when you go into like talking to someone or dating someone um uh yeah. Is it good or bad to take on that person's um ideologies or way of thinking sometimes? When you say take it on, like you mean like, like change how you so, think? So for instance, your your one of your ideas is, yo, I gotta be up, I gotta be grinding, I gotta you know, sleep is a thing that I can get later. Yeah. <clears throat> now, say your partner's not like that. Say their partner's more comfortable or they're like Mr. X, they take naps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> wait, wait. You do. I'm saying you ain't answered the question. Oh, hey man, I, I know how you think. You ain't gotta tell me. Um, do you think? Do you think? Um, 
it is good sometimes to compromise and take on to your partner's ideas of it's okay to take a nap. It's okay to relax. Like, do you think like I think I know what you're you should and you should imprint your ideals on your partner as strongly as most people do. I mean, when you say imprint, you mean like I have to clarify. You mean change, change, you want to change how persuade. That I guess you mean becoming like basically y'all becoming like one. Right. See, like the idea, like I'm not a relationship expert. Correct. Promise you, I'm far from it. But I always feel like if you're going to come together with someone, you should work together to have the same ideas and goals. Mm. Like if I got to push you or try to change you at some point, it's not going to work. I'm not saying like if I'm a grinder and she's not, Mm. we can't be together. But at a certain point, we're going to get to a place where it's going to not work, in my opinion. Cause we going in two different directions. Mm. That's Now, what, what you think? Uh, I, I, I'm fifty fifty on that sentiment. I think sometimes you should. Yo, if you don't get off the fence, you love hugging the fence. <laughs> All right, this is what I'm saying. So maybe I can help clarify it a little bit more. This is kind of what I mean. Right. Like in my business, especially, I work a lot of long hours and different things. Correct. So if your lady's at home calling, why you ain't home? Why you ain't home? Why you ain't home? How am I gonna be motivated to do what I gotta do? Right. She have to understand this is the grind. So if she doesn't understand that because she prefers to sleep in and work a nine to five and be a little bit more comfortable, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Eventually y'all gonna bump heads. So better to so so better transcend the question. Do you think a entrepreneurial entrepreneur person it, can date a nine to five worker? Yes. And it'd be perfectly fine. As long as the person understands what you're doing mm. and it supports it. That's what it comes down to. It's not about like you have to do what I do. No, but you have to understand what I'm doing and support it so that we can coexist in a way that we can grow together. And I know this is like old, low hanging fruit, but just like a statement from a long about a year and a half ago, two years ago, whatever, um, was said by a celebrity saying that a person that works a nine to five could never understand the life of an entrepreneur. Therefore, a relationship like that could never work. So that's why um, I asked you that question. Yeah. I mean, there's truth there. I agree to it, agree with it to a degree, mm. but that's why I said they have to support what you're doing, allow you to do what you got to do and understand the mission. So it doesn't necessarily mean a person has to join the mission with you. Like they might still want to work a nine to five job, but this is what I'm doing over here. So as long as you're supportive and you allow me to do what I got to do, it shouldn't be a problem. I, Hold up. Because you're going to say when you. Well, you ain't answered the question yet. I'm about to answer that. <laughs> no, you're about to ask another question. Answer the question. I personally, personally, me, I think it's, uh, like I said, it's good and bad. Sometimes it's like on the ideas of your partner. Um, probably more bad than good because I, I've seen in recent weeks, um, <laughs> I've seen in recent weeks with, uh, certain, uh, friend groups or certain people that I associate with. That uh sometimes um you know their thoughts of kind of have changed or you know have differ from um how I previously uh met them at the start of the our uh getting to know each other and um and even me for myself I feel like I have changed over time with the you know plethora of relationships. But how how can you equate that them two though? What you mean? How you can equate the that the relationship 
change that person. Maybe they matured or evolved themselves. That why is. Would, why that, would you automatically assume it was the relationship? Uh, I'm not definitely no. I'm not. This is not singling no one out in particular. You just did, but go ahead. No, I'm. I'm saying you was when you made your, your point, but go ahead. No, my point was just to say like you said. You've seen a particular person. No, I didn't say a particular person. See now, see Wait, now. What did you say? I said, and in the recent weeks, <laughs> I've seen people that I've known okay. change. All right. And that's just that's just that's just the point. That's the end of the statement. People that I've known change. For for instance, shout out to my homegirl CJ. She's changed. She's more dreads. She's in the crib now. She's in love. It's different from. When, saying her man got dreads, she got dreads. Yeah, uh, so I'm not trying to flip it like that, but it's just like she's in she's in the love bubble. She used to be out in these streets, well, running these streets, running these streets, and now she's in the house. Now she's in the house, just taking videos. But um, but no, nah, that's what I that's what I mean as far as like a change. Like I, I'm not saying those are his ideas, but she's com- conforming to a degree. No, I mean, well, I don't know. Change is not bad though. Change is growth is change, right? True. So, like, if you meet someone and you doing things one way, mm-hmm. and they got something they doing, and it works better for you, shouldn't that make sense for you to do that? Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily you like following that person or doing it because of that person, but they brought <laughs> new information into your world now, so it makes sense now. You've learned and now you've grown. And I and isn't I, that the point of coming together? That is true, but sometimes, together? sometimes though. Not everyone, not every messenger is a good messenger. Well, it's the information. Wait, but who what's is, the information? Who's to determine that? Who's to determine that? Yeah. It's you, right? Me, the receiver. No, not the receiver. Who's, who's to determine? determine? I, obviously, it would be the person who, who's uh, taking it in. Yeah, like the, the determine if that was better for their life. I guess, not. and like in a term of black people, if they like it, I love it, right? I mean, yeah. What does that make sense? Huh? That's what people say. I say that all the time. No, I'm just yeah, saying, like, does that make sense to answer the question? Though? Oh, the the inside question that we're talking oh, about. I know oh, yeah. I'm trying not to name drop. I get myself in trouble. I'm about to say something who I thought it was. I'm just gonna be quiet because you know. I man, didn't think it was this. I, 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 I didn't think it was this. Wherever you were gonna name that, where we going? We all messed up. I thought we was having a conversation because you kept like just no, we were attacking me, and I'm like attacking you. I was just like he was trying to get you to say something that he know you think. Or you said and you're not saying that, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's the vibe I got. He's, trying, he's trying to get you to open up. You can see who the smart one in your family. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't none of your drug dealer cousins. Damn. Who's your drug? Okay, you told me it was like that. No, he told his yeah. damn business yeah, on the show. Can you put the episode out? Oh, you talking about somebody else? At Xavier. Why you want to say the name? <laughs> he was on your show? Yeah. He was on here and he had a he had an incident. Okay, we gonna call a timeout. We can't call time out. You speaking is why I'm saying the timeouts for. No, but I gotta explain this. No, you gonna wait for it first. <laughs> you invited me on after Xavier. Wait, I invited you multiple times. But I came on after Xavier. He told you he was coming. Okay, that's enough, boy. Go ahead, finish what you're supposed to say. Anyway, I just want to clarify some things. So we were on the we were on the show, and we were talking about the. Just what he does, whatever a situation, and I said, "Don't say nothing to incriminate yourself." Granny, you can't really get in trouble for it like that. Oh uh, yeah, he can. You can. Yeah, he can. I mean, it ain't always about getting in trouble. To me, it's about not having everybody know your business. That's like, what I looked at. Nah, That's what I, the game was. He can because you you only can do a certain amount. It ain't like you can you can't have but X Y Z. 
Can, okay, so can, can I speak on something that? real quick before you go any further? Because this is another bet beef I have. So now we can make this into the podcast. What part of the game do we start telling everything? What part of the game was that? Like videos, Instagram posts, Facebook posts. When did we start snitching on ourselves? I'm not even in the game, and that shit don't make sense to me. What 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 part of the game has that ever been part of the game? Since rap, since rap music became uh, no, even rap music was fake. So I'm not going to listen to I'm, that. That's what I'm saying. What part of the game do we just start snitching on ourselves? Since rap music 2015. became no, but what I'm saying is rappers are fake. No, but I'm telling you, the year it, it started. Not now. Not these little kids now. They are fake though. Yeah, you want to know? I'm gonna tell you, I know they fake. No, no, no. What's my man's name? Oh. With the with the damn glitter or the multicolor hair, oh, Takashi. Uh, he came out of jail after snitching on his whole crew, and he's the biggest rap, one of the biggest rappers still on the planet. No, he's not the biggest rapper. Well, no what man. I'm saying is, he still okay. get bumped. Yeah, but he wasn't. I don't mm. know I, why, why you say he was fake though. Okay, so you rapping about what you do, correct? Telling all your business, correct? You got the drug dealers and gangs in your videos. They was real drug dealers. You get dealers. caught, right? Yeah. You snitch yeah. on them. Yeah. Right. You come back out, and they still love you. No, no, no one loved him. Okay, okay, so maybe I'm wrong because I don't know the whole story, but I do know this. The motherfuckers that was in the damn videos with him, mm-hmm. you really thought he wasn't going to snitch on you? That's the question I'm asking. That's why I say this shit is fake. Yeah, but I, yeah. No, I mean, hold, hold on, hold on. All right, so. That's not two different things to me. No, that's not hold He said the rappers today are fake, right? Yes. I said they're not fake. What are you saying they're not fake? Because he put, he actually literally put a 30 pack on somebody's head. That's not fake. Okay, you put, okay so this is why you're fake. I'm going to help you. This is why you're fake. How do you know? That he put a 30 pack on his Yes. Because he told the FBI. And That's why you're fake. They got him on That's tape. my point. And I just said, they, they, he had it. No, all right. What you're saying, tape. what you're saying, oh, you're, you two are saying two different things. That's no, why you're clashing. No, listen. You're saying they're not real gangsters. They're not really about that action. Yes. He's saying that, no, people are really getting killed. They're really about that action. This is what I'm saying. The people, he's not about that action. Him, Takashi is not. The right. people he was with, are really about that action. But they're not, though. And this is why. How do you... <laughs> but just, just, follow, just follow me before, before you listening. say it. Just follow We're me. Listening. Follow me. I'm a gangster, right? Right. Okay? Let's okay. say I'm a gangster. All right. Why am I going to let you talk about anything I do anywhere in public? Why? And I'm not talking about the stuff with FBI tapes. I'm talking about the videos I watch him talking about shit he does. Right. All these rappers do it. If I'm real, I'm not standing nowhere next to you. Because I don't know what type of gangsters out now. Maybe, like I said, the game didn't change. That's why I'm asking. And that's what why part I'm of about the game to explain to you. Start talking about what we do in public for everyone to know. And that's what I'm saying. I'm about to explain to you, please. So, boom. Takashi was a market. He had viewership. He okay. had. He was a market, and he was a, a way into a particular industry right. that the gangsters that he was rolling with did not have clean access to. Just, just. Go ahead. Now just follow what I just said. Right. I'm a gangster, a real one. Right. Why am I standing next to him? Because be- no, 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 no. You guys he, are still missing nah, my point. Nah, I, think. I, I heard your point. Nah, I think it, you know what I'm saying. Hear, maybe hear, hear my point. If I'm a real gangster, is what I'm saying. I'm not a, not a TV if gangster. I'm a, or, if I'm a real gangster, right? Yeah. And I work the street, right? Yeah. It takes me, let's say, two weeks, right, to bring in two hundred thousand, right? Right. He do that in one night. Okay. So I stand next to him because I'm gonna get two hundred thousand. And one night, then, then two weeks out on the street. But see, the point, like the, that. The, I guess it's the, just money. I, I guess, no, I guess the point I'm trying to make is. What gangster don't do that for money? No, no, no. <laughs> but that, that's not my point. My point is the gangsters that I think of, maybe I'm wrong. You don't know they're making money. Um, um, what's the boy name? Who? Oh, uh, the Harlem cat. 
Harlem? Oh, the one, oh, Cuban Gooding Jr. played in, uh, what you call it? With Frank Lucas. Oh, you oh. About, oh, you talking about Denzel and, and fucking, nah, not, not Denzel, the, the Cuban Gooding Jr. Remember Denzel got mad because he thought he was a flashy ass nigga? Oh, he, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The nigga with blue magic, he's trying to nigga blue magic. I'm saying, I'm saying, but I'm saying, there has been throughout the history of time, Flashy ass gangsters that want you to know that they flashy ass gangsters. Like they there's the J Prince, and, and then there's the 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 okay, niggas that ran with the Kashi. That's why you asking what type of But the moral of the story is what gangsters are always been like that. No, they haven't though. The point I'm making is those gangsters you talking about. Where are they at? How do they end up going? How does it work out? Well, that's that's oh. any, that's any gangster. No, it's not. Some are in jail, some are dead, or some are just retired. Yeah, that's, that's not a, that's not right. a, a long lifestyle. No, no, this is my point, or maybe I'm wrong. All right, you tell me, maybe I'm wrong. I'm gonna use the mafia, and I'm gonna use like the Chinese triads. They uh-huh. do business dirt in a way to mix it in with the legal shit. So when you come to get them, you don't know which is which. I'm be honest with you. I see, don't know nothing about that. See, I'm, that's what I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you. I'm going to explain to you. I'm going to give you, I'm just going to give you an example of how, how some things. Yeah, we really but, but no, but no, that's what I was going to say to you yeah. for you, for you getting to that point. All right. The two factions you picked yeah. have a long lineage of moral codes and rules. Right. To compare them to the modern day black gangster right. is. I didn't this, have to say that to be a black no, person. No, no. Even to compare them to the modern day gangster now yeah. would be blasphemy. It's not like that's why I'm trying to keep that's why I kept saying I, at a certain eight at a certain year point, the gangsters that you knew no. don't transit don't they're not they're it's, not, it's not they're, true, there's not a rule like there's it's no not true. You guys just don't know because you don't know. That's my fucking point. Well, I mean, the real gangsters you don't know, or in jail. No, they're not. That's my point. Where do you? Okay, I'm gonna give you an example. Where did the drugs come from? How did they get in the country? I mean, you could go cartel. How how do the drugs get into the country? I mean, the motherfuckers on the block are not bringing the drugs into the country. You start following the money. No, I'm just. I'm being. I just want you no, to follow me. Hold on. I just want you to follow me. That's all. I mean, I'm not trying to argue with y'all. Say no, y'all wrong. No, we follow you. That's what the podcast is about. Go ahead. Yeah, but my point is this: like the real gangsters, the one that's really getting the money, you don't know them. That's true. That's my point. That's the whole point. So if you a gangster and your perception is, I got to go out here and hook up with Takashi to get my money up, you got work to do because because. I'm not standing next to nobody that's talking about my business in no fucking video. Okay. That's but just, that's, that's another, that's common sense. But that's another thing. He wasn't, he wasn't necessarily talking about. Can I debunk your point real quick? Please. Can I debunk his point real quick? Please. Huh? El Chapo, go ahead. What you got to say? No, this is what I was going to say. Chapo? You said how the money, how the drugs got in, right? Yeah. Who bought the drugs in? And who's flashier than El Chapo? Government? Yeah, but that's true too. But I'm just saying. That's That was the point. I wasn't talking about El Chapo. I was talking about the government. That's what I was saying. No, but Chapo too, but, but this, not, no, but that's what I'm again, saying. And no. again, the government, everybody but, knows the government does that. They don't but, care but, that you know that. But but again, that's my point. They let you know about it. Where is El Chapo now? Yeah, under the jail. That's right my now. point. But, but I'm saying, but, eventually but, these things get you caught up. That's but, what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying to say to you. The gangsters you're referring to wear suits 
They sit behind a desk. That's what you think. Nah, that's the truth. That's a that's truth. What you think. No, that's they, they are government officials. They they no. they run shit. No, that, they're not gangsters. That's, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm they're, talking they're about they're they're businessmen. Okay, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you an example of the gangsters I'm talking about that you don't know. Okay. You know we have opiate cri- opiate opiate crisis, right? Correct. How did that How did that get started? Um, by some white man who got pharmaceutical. Someone company. who brought in right. through the boat. That's a doctor, right? Yeah. Correct. Maybe he was writing scripts a little too freely, right? right. Why do you think he was writing them scripts? He it wasn't because was he liked writing scripts. He was getting kickbacks. Correct. You don't know these things though because Wait, he's a doctor. Everybody know that it's like a billion and one you, documentary. You know that, that now. Correct. Who did Okay, fine. Maybe you did. Hypothetically, hypothetically. My point is, my point is, the, point. the doctor didn't make a video and put a video out talking about how many scripts he's writing. Yeah, right. but the doctor is also not the gangster. But he's that's drug dealer. What's the difference? What's the difference? It's a difference. But that's, that's not a difference. But that's what I'm saying. You're talking about a corner street gangster versus no, someone who's no, no, no. I'm talking about the principle of not snitching on yourself. I think that's where y'all missing me. Right. That's where y'all missing but me. But we're talking about the person that you're you're saying a snitching on himself or yeah. people who are on the corner. They're not in the back. Like, granted, he had some people that was calling shots and was, like, making yeah. money moves, but they're not the people that's sitting down making money moves. They're the people that's still out in the field. There's two different people. All, all I'm saying is this. Or maybe I'm not explaining myself well, but what I'm trying to convey is this. I don't see the point in making videos about anything dirt you doing. So coming back to what Xavier did, you wouldn't have to tell me not to tell you what I do. You never have to tell me that. Right. Why do you need to know? If you know how much money I make, you know you can rob me. If you know what my house looks like, you know what you can steal. You know the cars I drive, you know how much they're worth, you can come get them. That's what we fuck up, Pop Smoke. We putting shit out there for the world to see it, and everybody's not your friend. I'm not trying to pick on Pop Smoke. I just use him as an example because I thought that was really messed up. Maybe it was an accident, however it happened. But that's what happens. Correct. You put your shit out there. Everybody's not your friend. Everybody's not going to be like, oh, congratulations. You got to keep some shit close is the point I'm trying to make. No, I mean. It's too it's too much flashiness. Like, what are we trying to prove? I, I get what you're, I get what you're saying. Granted, I think you're, you're making two different points, but I, I, am. I get, I get, yeah. I get what you, I get what yeah. you, what you're originally saying. Yeah. Like, you're originally saying if you're a real gangster, you shouldn't be flashy. You should be. Real gangsters don't do that. Is what I I'm mean, saying. That's, Period. That's perspective though. I can't, it's not. I can't, no, it's perspective. <laughs> it's I, can't tell, I can't tell a motherfucker that shoots people in the face that you ain't no real gangster. I won't do it. I'm just saying. If okay. Okay. Fine. Team, so I'm not going to say he's not a real gangster. But the reason I know he's not a real gangster is because he shot somebody in the face and then in two days later he had a video with all his guns on on the Instagram or wherever else. Those are the people I'm no, talking about. I'm not like I said, I'm not gonna if say If you're actually gangster. doing the dirt, you should not have an Instagram video I, out. I'm not saying that he's not a real gangster, I'm just saying he's stupid. I think that's a difference. I think I no, think you not. can be real and be dumb at the same time. No. I don't think there's a lot of smart people no. on the planet anyway. I think it no, no, people no. lack common sense. I, I, but I, I don't mean it, it, what's his name? Y M Melly? Mm-hmm. That's his name, right? Yeah. That man shot both his best friends, had their body in the trunk, and then rapped a song about it. Literally. And that's how he got caught, right? Am I, am I, am I lying? Correct. Yeah. Don't that prove my point, though? But once again, he shot two people in the face. Can't say he's not a gangster. So if a one-year-old shoots somebody in the face with a gun, they gangster too? Acc- accidentally. Th- that's not what I asked you. If the one-year-old can pull a trigger and shoot somebody in the face, that makes him a gangster? If he- if, if he shoot one person Fine, in the face, accidentally. If he shoot one person so in the face, what, what, no. But if, if, if it's uh, if it's like um, it was what's that little boy, that little boy killer that I was running around. I, I want to say Africa. Please forgive me if I'm wrong. The little one of like one of the most dangerous hitmen in the world. He was 14 or 15. 
He was just going around killing people. I don't know. Yeah. You had that for me. Yeah, he's like 14 or 15. He was going around killing people. Is he not a gangster at 14 or 15? Might sound so, like a sociopath. It's by your body count and your heart. Let's back up then. So what makes you a gangster? Killing somebody? Uh, That's what it takes? What makes you... It, don't, it does not make you a gangster. No, it just makes you a killer. Correct. Same, That's a killer. I'm just running the same circle. Um, no. no. All, right, so, well, all right. So, wait, wait. All right. So a gangster is someone who what who lives a... um. A criminal, lifestyle. a criminal lifestyle, yeah. so that deals with selling drugs. On the top of the, the that deals with selling drugs, out. potentially murder, and no, but see, like, well, go ahead. But I'm sorry, but no, for me, ahead. it's like the gangster is like all you're doing. Like, if you just shoot your baby mom because she pissed you off, you're not a gangster. You're just a killer. You are you're a, a killer. murderer. Yeah, but if you killing people, if you, shoot, if, you, if you shooting everybody in the street and then you go home and shoot your baby mom. Yeah, I, no, but what I'm saying is, it might like, be so crazy. To me, it's the reason why you're killing people. So, like, if if you say, I don't know, I sell drugs, and you come on my block, and I mean, you're not supposed to sell drugs, and I shoot you, then maybe you gangster because you're saying, doing your your whole activity so, is so that. Speaking of gangsters, is um, everybody? If you do illegal activities, so whatever this to a government thing yeah. that is legal activities, and like I said. And All right, so a but pers- it's not not just the legal activity. It's it's the legal act the Dude, illegal do, activity do, as do, a career. Gangster, real quick. No, 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 as like a career though. It's not just the legal activity because I speed. I'm not a gangster. I mean, that's illegal. I don't know if you keep speeding. Uh, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, saying. But what I'm saying is, is <laughs> I mean, my, my, my point is, if I if you get pulled no. over five days in a row, I'm considering you. I'm like, yo, that, no, that no, no. Right it, but it's like if my intention is to do something illegally as a career. To me, that makes you a gangster. If you still chips running a poppy store. And you get caught in the same day running yeah. a red, red light. That's no, you just you, a cr- I mean? you just a criminal. Once again, you a gangster. No, a criminal the, gangster the crim- run, no, no, no. running all the same lines. Read, read the definition. A member of a gang or a violent or uh, a violent crimes. Yeah, it's not just the committing of the crime. It's, to it's kill the, him. This is what I not, do. This a, is how I feed my family. I do dirt. The example is a gangster. gangster uh, gangster threatened to kill him if he did not cooperate in the theft. That was so. A, if you no. still. Kill. Still kill or commit. Can't catch speeding tickets. It's all the same thing. <laughs> nah. <laughs> We're running the same race. <laughs> nah, but my point is, we got way off topic, but my point was just, I don't understand that. Like, the whole telling on yourself. Well, they don't look at it telling on yourself. They look at it as, as free promotion. They look at it as uh, it attracts attention. Once again, people are not telling, they're not visually thinking they're telling, they're just drawing it to attract attention the same way. Whose attention are you trying to attract? The people out in the world. Because who's out, who, like, who's out in the world though? But that's the, the, the cops, the FBI, the because, CIA, the ATF. They Te- in the world too. But, yeah, because Takashi, when he started bubbling, right? Yeah. If you look at the FBI records, they been had um tapes on them dudes that he was running with. It wasn't Takashi that bought the tape to him. The FBI. Maybe. Huh? No, those I guys. Maybe I don't know. No, no, that, no but no, those guys were like really. They they're, they're part really, of a gang. They're, 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 part, a they're part of a criminal organization. The FBI had, they just they let them. They just let them get to a certain point. But and then to, they got them once they got enough evidence to. No, when they got to a certain point where they were big enough, because that's what they, that's what they do. They just let you get to a certain point where where you big enough where they can be like, all right, we'll just take you in. But now. to the reason nah, why right, people, so I, I just want to say something real quick to that point because this is something right. I think I might be wrong. They let you build enough money so they can take it. That that's, that's what be going. No, that is what be going on. In my opinion, they want to make sure they catch you, let you do a little dirt, and they take the money. Where do you think the money goes? Nah, I, that's you know what I'm saying. saying? Like that, if they, I if can, they I can agree with you. I can agree with you. Weed, that's why I said that you know that ain't worth it. They want to catch true. you with some shit. I mean, let great. you let you put that money to work. Now we're gonna take it. Like like Teddy speaking, they didn't really need Takashi's testimony to put them boys the way they had them all on tape. 
But um, to answer your point about the viewer, it's uh, it's about the viewership. It's about like people, people, you know, sometimes get paid. Sometimes it's just the attention. People these days need attention, and that uh, that um, that's a hell you know, of a drug. That is a hell of a drug, and that goes on long to the next topic of uh, mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think our mental health is being drastically diminished due to uh, social media and these social constructs that are created? Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I do. I think it's because whichever one y'all want to answer first. <laughs> All right, I do. I, I I think it affects like your generation, maybe a little bit older than you. Maybe mm-hmm. like I always say, like the '92 and up kids. I think that affects y'all the most. It doesn't affect you guys, not as much as y'all. Why not? Because I think y'all. I mean, not to be disrespectful, but mm-hmm. I think y'all really emo. Emo? Yeah. Mm. I, don't, I don't know if I can say that nowadays. Y'all get offended on everything. But. Nah, mm. but I'm saying you don't think it affects the older generations as well? Because I see a lot of older people trying to TikTok and do all these bops and dances yeah, but y'all, as y'all, well, too. But it also don't, like, to the older people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're not, their emotional states, I'm just talking about mass majority because it's always pockets of people, but the mass majority, their, their emotional states are not do the like or what they read on social media or their comments like that pretty much makes y'all if you take a, I feel like if you if you ran a survey on older people on Facebook it might be it might be surprised I feel like it depends on the social platform nah I don't think so y'all 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 are more so y'all do everything for likes like I said Facebook that's why Facebook is more older people because it's more to keep in touch it's just an easier way to keep in touch a visual way to keep in touch instead but of calling people instead of instead of like how we used to have to do instead, mm-hmm. of, instead of talking to you on Jojo this person that right. person on the phone we can just send a max picture and a text and get a response from everybody right but then I like I said on the opposite hand of that I see more older people of around your age and maybe up trying trying if not integrate if not fully capitalizing off of these social platforms and trying to be what the could you say kids are hip no they're using more for business it's the easier way to transfer the idea um um what about you Uncle Mar? you gotta ask me the question again you, you saying is it worse for the younger generation, old, older people? Just social media itself. Do you, how, how do you think it affects the mental health, well-being of I think it does society? in a sense that like, well, this is my opinion, obviously, but mm-hmm. I think it's like, I always feel like you shouldn't compare yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. Like for just generally speaking, you should try not to compare yourself to other people. And I think that's what social media does. It allows you to constantly compare yourself to other people as opposed to before when it was just like, you saw your neighbors maybe had a nice car, new house. Now you see the whole world you feel maybe in your mind they're doing better than you. Because I've been in situations where I'll be like, I'll be at a party or something and I'll see somebody post, oh, this is the greatest party ever. That motherfucker's sitting in the corner with their head down as a wallflower. But they're talking and they're presenting it as if they're having the greatest time of their life. So it's like what social media does to me is it like, it shows you all the highlights of people's life and a situation, mm-hmm. but it don't give you the meat in between. It don't tell you what's actually going on in their in their real day to day life. Mm-hmm. So if you all you see is everyone's highlights and you know what you're going through, really, because obviously you know what you're going through, mm-hmm. it'll make you feel some type of way. And I think that goes across any age. I don't think it's just younger people. I just think younger people are more focused on it mm-hmm. for like validation. Like, oh, if I don't get this many likes or I don't get this many views, it makes me feel some type of way. But it's the same, to me, it's the same idea. If it makes you compare yourself to other people and that's that's not good because then you're looking around like I'm a loser or I'm this or I'm that or you feel less than 
But if you actually pull that real curtain back and see what's really going on in that, that person's life, they doing worse than you or the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I look at it. So mm-hmm. I think, yes, is the answer to the question. Mm-hmm. It does affect you. Well, no, that's mad interesting, though. Um, damn. I, uh, I never actually kind of looked at it like that. I guess that would be a reason why people go through a lot of uh, mental illness that they do. Because you, you, like, I don't know. It makes you feel like less than to a degree. Mm. And it's like, I know y'all experience this. You see somebody post some stuff, and you know that mother ain't. You know what I mean? You know yeah. that stuff ain't real. You don't right. necessarily get under their comments like, why you bullshitting or lying? You don't say nothing, but you know. Like, you know. Like, yeah. it might be your cousin, your uncle, whoever. The friends don't necessarily know, but you know. Mm. I know we all experience that. Yeah, I mean, granted, I, like, I, like I was saying earlier, I like what, what, what your uncle said. Like it always show you your highlights, but it never shows your low lights. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, you really know, never know what anybody's going through. But in your mind, you're trying to achieve that goal. You're not seeing what it took for that person to get there and to stay there, and you don't know what what else they're going through in their house. Why they're there? So like somebody could be financially um set, but their wife could be cheating on them. The kids could be disrespectful, and and this and that. And you don't know how depressed they are, but all you see is their money. So that makes you depressed because you're trying to get where they at because you think that's the ultimate ha- happiness, and it's not. Mm-hmm. You think you think somebody has, let's say, like a podcast or something. You can see somebody with a podcast that has a million views, right? Not know what it took to get to the million views, what they had to sacrifice, what they had to go through with pain, with hardship, whatever. You just you just see the million views, and you could be doing a podcast, let's say, for six months, and you don't have a million views, you could feel like a failure, and that's not necessarily true. It's just, it's this just, is your particular journey. This yeah. is where you at in your particular journey, and you you have to be the man of your journey or woman yeah. of your journey. Um. I did want to ask you guys this uh, real quick before I guess do have to shake a tail feather. We can do a part two though. Um, he'd definitely come back for a part two. Hopefully, the whole crew is here, <laughs> so definitely come back for a part two. Um, opinion versus fact. How often in nowadays time do you differ differentiate opinion versus fact when it comes to social media, when it comes to news media, when it comes to all these platforms? How do y'all? From from y'all older age, how did y'all? Hmm. I mean, because I, well, I know just at that point it was what AOL in the newspaper. Hmm. <laughs> so I, hmm. for me, like blows for coming. me, it's like really fucked up. But it's like, all right, so you could tell me, let's just use someone who already died. You use Mac Miller because I'm not gonna say someone new and then make a grand die. That's so fuck that always happens. But let's say Mac Miller passed away. You tell me, but I don't believe you. I'm like, no, get the fuck out. But then once I see it on social media, once I see TMZ reported, it, it's like, damn, that nigga really did die. As that, that's fucked up. Like, how do you differentiate facts and opinion? Do you take a lot of your facts from what you see online? First, are you like a first value person, or like, do you take a lot of your facts from what you see online? Or uh, well, this is just me. I don't, I don't believe hardly anything I see almost anywhere, mm-hmm. even Google. All of it. I mean, because gotcha. it's like for me. It's who is writing it. What are they trying to tell? What's this, the picture they're trying to paint? So it's like, I think I take a little bit from everything and mm-hmm. then just kind of try to formulate an opinion myself. And as a person that I know kind of personally that does do the Zen uh, vision boards and, um, you know, foresight and semi-astrology, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about those as far as when it comes to like your zodiac sign and all that stuff? I don't do nothing with no zodiac sign. I do meditate and stuff. 
I don't know. I see. I was about to say. I seen the on his keychain. I seen. I seen it on his keychain. So I, I just took a reach. What you see on my keychain? Isn't that goat? Oh shit! Damn, I thought it was a goat. It's a wolf. It's a wolf too. I know. Yeah, I thought it was a goat. Yeah, I thought it was a goat. Um, nah, but um. All right, so not only not the zodiac sign, but you do believe in what you speak comes back. To oh yeah, you. you speak things into existence. So yeah. you find that more fulfilling than um than um loose fact based opinion. I don't know what you mean. Um, Explain. So everything he goes, <laughs> he never sells the he never yo this guy right here he never spits it a, a, a fact he'll just spit something that's an opinion and states it's it as a, a fact. fact though. You know, <laughs> you argue me down that Apple. Um, not Apple. Yeah. What? Disney on HBO. <laughs> Are you be down? To an extent, they, they do. Oh fuck out. Anyway, yo. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got Disney Plus and HBO Max. But go ahead. Yo. Um. Yeah. So like I was saying before, before I was really interrupted. Um. What I meant. What I meant more is that like you find it more. Do you find it believable that if you speak something to existence, it can manifest itself over time? If not, uh, will come to you. Yeah. But you find taking the opinions or taking facts that that they quote unquote put online to be bullshit to a degree. Not that I see it as bullshit. I just don't follow it verbatim necessarily. There's always a spin. I guess so. To to simplify the question even more is. How how do you find faith in believing what you cannot see or what you what? I mean, I mean, yeah, okay. like ten people will believe this statement that Tory Lane shot Meg Thee Stallion. No, but see, but, like that's that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, now, I'm talking about just like I believe one day I'm gonna be a millionaire mm-hmm. and I'm gonna put the work in to become a millionaire one day. That's what I believe. If that's true or not, time will tell. Gotcha. That's what I mean. Like I believe if I go out today, I'm gonna sell some, make some money. You know, sell some policies. Is that gonna happen every day? No. But I do know if I go out and I don't think that way, my energy, my speech, my everything about my aura is gonna say slam the door in my face. So you have to put your mind in a place where you can go do things. So if if you don't believe that you can do something, your effort level won't be there. Your energy level won't be there. You might not even show up. Sure. Do you know what I mean? So that that's that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying like everything I say is gonna come true, but I have to speak it as if it's gonna come true. So I'll put in the work and effort to get what I want. Gotcha. That's to me what it comes down to. I'm not gonna say like I'm gonna fly one day and grow wings. I mean, I don't think I can speak that into existence necessarily because I probably can't believe that. Man, I'm not saying it, I don't know. Maybe it can happen if I believe enough, but that's not what I'm saying. Not just anything, just certain things that I. Mr. X, what's your thoughts on facts and opinion based off of social media platforms? Uh, well, I don't take my. Well, I mean, granted, I can't say I don't take my news off of social media. Yeah, as I say, shade room. No, I enjoy the shade room. I don't. I don't treat it as fact. I just think it's funny because mm. I and I like to read everybody's opinion. Gotcha. You know what I mean? See, like stuff like that. I mean, as long as you understand what it is, I don't yeah. think it's a problem. But if you go into the shade room to get your news, I mean that might be a problem. Uh, a old because a lot of his opinions. A old co-host of yours regurgitates the like the shade room and stuff like that's gospel. 
And, you know. Well, what about like TMZ? Isn't TMZ kind of like the shade room or that's more they are. actual? I mean, it's gossip though. So it's like, maybe I'm wrong, but how do you know if something's true for like gossip? I mean, like, how do I know Beyonce cheated on Jay-Z? I wasn't there. You wasn't there. You wasn't there. Now, if you tell me, I don't know, you plant an acorn, you get a acorn. But you know what I'm no, saying? Like, no. These are certain things you can verify and prove, not based on like someone saw so-and-so come out. You know what I mean? Even if I saw somebody walk out of a building together that wasn't their wife, that don't mean they were sleeping together in there. You know, it does raise flags like what are they doing together at 2 in the morning? Mm-hmm. But we wasn't in the room. So all we're going to know is me so much. Me and me and Wick get in an argument all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Over over documentaries, right? She take documentaries to be like gossip. And mm-hmm. I be like, it's not. I say a documentary is from somebody else's point of view. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's so spin. yeah, so I'm not saying everything they're spitting in a in a documentary is the truth. It's not like they took fact by fact by fact by fact basis and put it out there. They took what they know, put a spin on it, put their opinion on it, and then spit it as fact. It doesn't make it fact. So I don't trust nothing. I don't trust American news. I don't trust foreign. I might trust foreign news about America more than I trust American news about foreign. But that's just because of the news. They just spin everything to whatever they wanted to spin, spin it to be. Because a lot of it is the context. Yeah. Like something will sound bad out of context. Like if I, if I, if someone's telling a story or giving a speech and then I cut it and only show you that person say, F all niggas or something crazy. That might sound bad, and it does. But if you don't know what's in front of it or what came behind it, the context ain't there. All you know is that point of view or that part of the conversation. So that's what I mean. Like, a lot of the stuff, the documentaries, it's the context. Like, what story are you trying to tell? Like, they did, I didn't watch it, but they did a documentary or something on Bill Cosby. So from what I read, they're they're saying he did it or whatever and all that stuff. So the information they're going to show you is all going to be to incriminate him or make you believe he did it. You know what I'm saying? So they're not going to show you anything else that might make you question it. Does that make sense? Oh, the no, Michael Jackson, Jackson. The Michael Jackson one. Yeah. yeah. It just depends on what they're like. For me, it always depends on. That's why I say with the news, it depends on what they're trying to make you believe. That's the context they're going to give you. So a lot of it is just up to interpretation for you and then what they're presenting. So if they tell you parts of it to make you feel one way, you'll know. You just watch Fox News versus like MSNBC. Well, guys. Story. Um, believe what you want. Uh, but I will tell you what to believe. Um, there's a war going on outside, and no man is safe. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, our pristine guest is uh, about to get out of here soon, and he's gonna give a couple well-wishing words. Uh, uh, so yeah, what's your um words about your business? Anything? One more time oh, for these people. Just, you know. For all the people listening, I know y'all y'all probably younger, so this ain't going to matter to you yet, but it will matter to you if your parents don't take care of their business. So do your research, get out there, learn, because you can't sit around waiting for somebody to tell you everything. There's information out there. You just got to go find it. So just make sure your family's protected. There's options available. There's no excuse not to do it. So you know Quan, you know his peoples, they know a guy. Reach out to me, and if I can't help you, I'll point you in the right direction. And once again, I'll be getting his uh, email and business number and putting it in the description for you guys to reach him as long as well as his uh, social media platforms to uh, reach out to him. And uh, thank you again, Uncle Mark, for stopping by. We'll have a part two here shortly. Um, thank you, Paul. 
And uh, it was it was great having you, man. Appreciate you. Nice meeting you. <sighs> um, but yeah, so yeah, that was my uncle. Um, he will return again at some point. Um, but yeah, uh, so recently on Twitter though, Twitter has been going crazy due to this Tory Lane and Meg situation. Amongst other things, oh yeah, um, I know we're like mad, like an hour and some change into the show, and I'm wrong for this, but prayers and condolences to all the people in Ukraine, yeah, that are going through what they're going through right now. Like, you know, there's videos, there's statements, there's tweets coming out of just like missiles being, you know, flying by houses, blowing up houses. Like, I don't know if that was the actual Ukraine, where they say president, capital. Well, you the dude who's on the street talking or something. Oh, like, I see that. Yeah, this is a stop. Um, I do not know why this is going on. I wish to be more informed to a degree. Um, I heard it has to do with some port or you know Russia wanting some shit back. Mm, I, I I would have to do some real research before I comment. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to sound like ignorant. Um, I, I'm not talking about like American research. I'm talking about some real, real research. Yeah, so I apologize. Um, once again, if anybody could my condolences to anyone who um has family, friends, or loved ones over there that is stuck and um can't get out or you can't get in. Hell, I seen a tweet or news post and talking about they uh they're not letting anyone any men from the ages of eighteen to sixty. Was it, it was 50? It was something crazy, though. Yeah, leave and shit. I was like... Yeah, it's like, yo, if you can fight, you got to fight, baby. Yo, that shit was crazy to me. But, uh, hey, man. Because this white boy in my job talking about, I'm ready to fight. So anything going on with America, let me know. I'm signing up. Give me a gun. I'm straight. Well, how old is he? You got to be, like, around my age, 26, 27. Uh, all right, more powerful. I like, I like niggas like that. I like that energy. He's a nigga that's probably going to get shot if, like, I have all the money in my pocket saying that he's getting shot first. He white? Yeah. I'm, and I'll bet you everything in your pocket, he'd be the one to survive. I'm be honest with you, when you at war, you don't want to hang around no, no niggas from the streets. You want to hang around the white boys that, that gun I'm, ho. I'm, but he's gun, he's gun ho drug, like, I don't want to say drug head, but he seemed like a drug head. Gun ho drug head dude, like he seemed and like. And them, them, them motherfuckers that's going to save your life. They going to do all the crazy shit. He's talking about. <laughs> You gonna be looking surprised and shocked, and he gonna be like, "Yeah, nigga, let's get it." Cause um, and that's another funny thing too. Before we get to the toy lanes thing, um, all the like um, how can I say this without sounding again? All the people who are not from America at my job mm-hmm. have been like, they was talk, they were talking about the whole situation. And mind you, these people are like Caribbeans, um, Dominican people. They're talking about the situation and where Ukraine, and Russia. I've been oblivious to this situation. I have not known what's going on. I've just been catching bits and pieces. Don't really care. Not saying I don't care. I saying I don't care. But I'm just saying my life's been in a different place right now, guys. And <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> I zoned out the world. God, my life is motherfuckers about missiles. What you talking about missiles, <laughs> <laughs> nigga? Um, nigga, nigga. They <laughs> fuck, nigga. Because they, I was walking by. They was like, "Yo, you ready for that draft?" I was like, "Draft to where?" Where am I getting drafted to? The war. I was like, who going to war? You can't, you can't, uh, Ukraine and Russia are doing what? And what kind of war they think they go, we about to fight? This ain't the 1950s, 1990s. It's going to be all drones, uh, missiles from battleships, Nigga. cyber. Shit, Facebook about to go the fuck down. Nigga, that's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, but yeah, they said there's a draft. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm getting drafted. 
you know, you know, you know, one way to to defeat America. What? Is take away um, TikTok, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. This motherfucking place will go. But that's TikTok is brought to you by China, though. Huh? TikTok is brought to you by and China. It'll be the end of the world. And the niggas' pockets are uh, revenue. No, it'll just be the end of the world. These niggas, these niggas right here, look, yo, like I said, you can't spank a kid no more, but you know what's worse than spanking a kid? Taking the internet from Taking the internet from A motherfucker don't know what to do if they don't have the internet. You can give them cable. Like, that's not even punishment. Like, before, it'd be like, take the cable box away. Yeah, for me, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? You tell a kid cable, now they my cable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, what's the, what's the close? How I'm going to get my information? Go watch the news. On what? On TV. You can do that? Like, you ever talk to a kid nowadays? Yo, t- tell a kid to look something up in a dictionary. It will probably be the funniest thing. It is. You know they don't have the, psych- the encyclopedia shelves no more. That would be funny. When they stop making phone books? That was a, That's a real question. Because um, I they had phone books when I was a kid, but nah, I feel they, like it, they, I, I, I'm not going to say they stopped making phone books, but start making them in mass probably had to be a couple years ago. Because I think I, I got a yellow page dropped off. I want to say 2018 was the last time I seen one dropped off in front of my apartment. Because mm, I was going to say, they used to deliver them shits to every house. Like every house used to get a phone book. Of course. You I, ever try to look up a bitch, a uh, family name in a phone book and hoping it's the right Albert? No. I just used to flip through that shit. I thought it was fine. I didn't know what the fuck it was for. I was just like, why? You know what I mean? Wilson's, we used to be in the phone book. They used to have their own little sections. You like, uh, uh, uh. well, what's her dad's name? All you know is Wilson. Cause you, you know, you can't look at the little girl name cause she don't have the phone. So you gotta try to figure out her parent name. That's just, that's a nasty life, dog. You ever call all of them? Yo, do Tatiana live here? No. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> see to Tatiana. Oh no. All right. Cool. <laughs> What about Tatiana? Okay, cool. You do it all day, then just start tomorrow. Yeah, I'm just not getting a pussy back then. Mm-hmm. It was a see. That's why it was an art to it. That's like the difference. Like, like that's why I think I know how to talk to females now. That's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. It's because I had to, I had to do more of that back in the day. Because I find it in my position now, it's more difficult to talk to women if you don't have something in common. Yeah. If we don't work together, social media or some type of mutual friend or something. It's hard to talk to them because either they're stubborn and don't want to talk or don't have shit to talk about. And then I'm just playing fucking like darts until we land on something to talk about, which then makes me look like I have nothing to talk about and or no game. Yes, yeah, that is kind of true. Like me, I just try to, uh, I don't want to say antagonize them, but I, I find that a, a, a way of just getting in. Like I don't want to piss you off, but I want you to get you mad enough to think about something that I said. Right, like yeah, you know I mean, like I might be like, like um, I want to say bitches ain't shit, but I might be like, oh, you know what I mean, women ain't shit. Women are better liars than men. Women are better cheaters. Like you don't know how many conversations I done started off with that, and then it just took it to a whole different level. Mm. So I just try. I tend to do things like that. That that might actually be in a future solution. But um, future solution. That's a solution. Yeah, future solution. But once again, shout out to the people. Um, well, shout out to the people. Prayers and condolences to the people in Ukraine and um, dealing with that tragic, uh, tragic situation. Definitely, our prayers what? and wishes out to y'all. Yeah, sh- shout out to them. I mean, not shout, out, but prayers and wishes. You got me doing it. <laughs> but before we get out of here, let's uh back to that. Like, where do you feel more comfortable, like talking to women at? Um, so that toy thing we can get to next week. Uh, the, where I feel more comfortable talking to women at, um, either 
it's fucked up to say either at the either at a job or at a at a, like a mutual event or a friend. Like I find it all right. So I'm definitely gonna if I'm at a party, yeah, and I see a shorty, yeah, seven times out of ten I'm probably not gonna. Why? Because one, I don't know how to approach, and then two, she probably gonna turn me down anyway. So it's like. Mm, I don't always like rejection. So that there's the what seven nine times. So there's the four times where it's like fuck it. Now out of these four times, I think I did the math right. Four times, one of those four, two of those four, I'm already I'm either drunk or drinking. So my meter of getting rejected, I'm cool with now. Now it's like I'm drunk anyway. <laughs> fuck, I gotta lose. The other two is just like fuck it, man. I'm gonna miss out on this great opportunity. I may or may not. But yeah, seven times I probably just won't say nothing and just like fuck it wasn't meant to be. That's kind of fucked up to think though. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I live by it. Sometimes it just wasn't meant to be, and I feel like that misses out a lot of great opportunities. It do. I through my lifetime I have had many women say, "Yo, I thought you was really cute, but you would never talk to me when I was younger." That's why I try to tend to talk now so much because made for a hard life. What makes for a hard life is like bitches getting a perspective of you. If they see you talk to too many bitches, they automatically assume either you want them bitches or you a hoe. And it's like, that's not even, I'm not even fucking, no, I'm not even fucking none of these bitches. I'm just, that's why, I, like, I don't like, I'm very selective who I talk to, um, formally, usually, when I'm at a job. You gotta pick, gotta choose and pick carefully because once you pick one, the whole batch can go bad. So, um, I've unfortunately have sometimes Pick to talk to multiple and the one I do want I can't get because she thinking I'm slinging dick to the whole crew I don't really never had that problem I, I like I live off a of reputation that's not true which is cool for me but it's a, a great reputation that I that I well I mean I guess in a way it is in a way it's not because in a way it is that I have good sex and I spend a lot of money on girls which both of them are not true I'm okay in bed and I'm not spending them not spending that super that money that much money, but you have a reputation that you do do this shit. Yes, it's Which, the funniest thing in the world because I don't know where that happened. I was like, damn, they ever talk to any girls I fuck with? They ain't gonna get that from me. I'm but, cheap. But you spend money and you have good dick. Yeah. See, but that's a great reputation versus it over is. a nigga who who just potentially a hoe. But you, you can make that. You can use that until to your advantage though. That's where you, you lack the wisdom call. Like I said. Low key, I'm considered a hoe, but I ain't really fucked that many girls in my in my significant circle. <laughs> Can you speak it? Not as many as they think. I fucked a couple, but not as many as they think. But I fucked a couple because they thought I fucked as many as they think. That's just how it works. <laughs> I know it's kind of confusing, but, but it's what happened. I don't have. I don't get that. I don't get that luxury. Why? I get just. I get the luxury of oh, because you was laughing, giggling in her face and flirting. Da 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 da. That's, that's who you like or that's your type. I, yo, that's another thing about bitches I be thinking is funny. Bitches, when they, when they, I won't say jealous or, but when, then they jealous or they find, they find something like, when they be like, they love, they quick to hit you with, oh, so that's your type. Oh, that's what you like? <laughs> yeah, they do that. Oh that's, oh, that's what you like right there. Yo, nigga, what? Like, oh, you like them broke bitches. You like them bum bitches. Like you clearly just seen me just trying to give you all this time, and now you're going. So that's what you like. That's your type. But that's because you don't use that to your favor. Like you gotta use that to your your favor. You gotta you gotta make her think that she wants you more 
than anything in the world, that other girl. Because mm-hmm. then it's gonna, for some reason, it's going to turn her on and she's going to make her want you more. Like me, I drop subtle hints. Like I'm not going to, because I don't want to over talk the other girl because that's how you also fuck yourself up too. But I'm going to drop subtle hints. But she be like, oh, why you always hang out with her? I mean, I don't know. She, the girl always be like, oh, she probably like you or something. I was like, yeah, she might do. She be flirting a little bit, but you know, I don't really be paying no mind. I just do what I do. Nah, I'm quick to dead all bitches for. <laughs> Why would you do that? Cause I'm just like, yo, not like if so. If I get confronted and be they like, uh, yo, so you always talking to her? Da, da, da. Oh, she got a whole situation. She got a whole like, whole nigga. Like, why would you do that? Cause to make it clear that yes, I may you may see me do me do what I do, but it's never gonna get to never gonna get to that serious point. That's that. That's where the generational gap comes from. Mm. Because I keep trying to tell you, women want you when other women want you. It's just like that married thing. The married thing is the truest thing in the world. What? It was this girl, right? Who I used to have the biggest crush on in the world, right? Ain't never paid me no fucking mind, right? And so I got married to my wife, right? My ex-wife. And she's literally my, my ex-wife. I want to say, like they, they were friendly. They were cordial enough where they hung out, right? Right. She knew who my wife was and was friendly with my wife before me. But you know what she tried to do? What? Toss me that pussy. <laughs> now, mind you, when I was single <laughs> and I was always around buzzing around her, I was all that little cute dude over there. That's it. But he little. As soon as I got married to a friend, different story. And if I didn't have like a a, a certain code that I live by, I would have fucked the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. But since, you know, I live by the code, I would never mess with any of my wife's friends. Let, that goes back to that cheating respectfully episode. I just think as though I try to make the... I try to make it clear that the runway is clear for one plane and one plane only. Even though I'm out here flying port to port, I like the dock in America. You got to understand, these girls want to get their passport stamped. They want somebody that gets their passport stamped. So let her know that your shit can be stamped anywhere. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) And she will come. Oh, I just... um, Oh, you be in DR? Oh, you be in... uh, (laughs) And <laughs> Barbados, nah. oh, you like Paris? Like she, she likes that shit. She's trying to go too. For some reason, I haven't, had, I haven't found the luck with that. Because you don't do. You, I know why you let her know. Like, oh no, nah, she got a man. She don't want me. Like, <laughs> that's what is the truth though? Like, no, she don't need to know that. <laughs> why you gonna be honest? Because it's like, yo, because then it's like to kill. So. Once again, I don't know how to kill the narrative. I'm not as smooth in carrying the narrative of, oh, that's your type. That's you. That's nigga. Like, nigga. So what am I doing this for? Why, why, why am I trying to talk let me, to you? Let me ask you, let me ask you a question. Go for it. If you're chilling with a girl, right? Mm-hmm. And she asks you to be bad in bed, right? And mm-hmm. let's say you are bad in bed. Are you going to voluntarily tell her that? Uh, 50 50. What's up with you when it's 50 50? Get off the phone. <laughs> are you going to tell her you terrible in bed? If you knew you, if you knew you 30 seconds and that's all you got. Are you gonna tell her that before you get to, before you get to <laughs> Nah. All right then. So why you need to tell her the truth? The, the truth ain't gonna get you nowhere, but by yourself. But telling her, giving her the, the assumption or the, the perception that I am doing what I'm doing with these women. I didn't say tell her the perception that you are doing what you're doing with these women. I said give you the perception that these women want you. Because they might be ultimately true. Just because so and so has a man doesn't mean that she doesn't want you. So you got you gotta you gotta let her feed into that perception. Mm. I mean, I think that's true. Sorry, guys. Oh, but that's true. But I I think it hurts you in longer in the long run, depending on the woman, depending on the situation. Uh, you go out on a date with her, you have sex with her, you chill with her. You might even like her. It might end up being your girlfriend. So if that's the long run where it hurts you at, 
I like them chances. I like to. I like to be hurt there. Let that be my my hurt. Like I said, the odds never work out for me. When I play that, when I, when them cards is played, I'm I'm walking away broke. I haven't hit Uno yet. Well, that's because you suck at Uno, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you hold on to your you hold on to your draw four too long. You try to hold on to your draw four to the last card. Sometimes you gotta let it go. Uh, the card before. And we are gonna get up out of here, but I'm gonna say this one thing for you guys out there: when you guys had that sauce, when you got that drip, when you hot in these streets, when the streets love you, you cash right there because that shit stops. Wait, did somebody tell? Did somebody say that shit before? <laughs> what? When you hot, you gotta take advantage of it. I think you said that. I, you think I said that? Yeah. I, did I not say that? Might have said that. I told you. That sounds like something profound <laughs> that you would Niggas say. Be like, nah, nah. I'm cool right now. I'm cool. Right. I'm just trying to weigh my options, <laughs> bitch. All of your options. Take all of them. <laughs> what is it? A, B, C, and what's D? All of the above, right? Choose all of the above. What the fuck? Yeah, when you hide in these streets, and they, then it gets drastically cold. You trying to figure out, damn, where my where my temperature at? <laughs> <laughs> that that, that my heat not ready. Yo, was that nigga or felt like that nigga? Now you just felt like a dumbass. <sighs> nigga in the G League. That's all. Nigga, <laughs> nigga looking like what's the third? Uh, the ball brother that that didn't didn't make the league. Jello, Jello, definitely <laughs> Jello. <laughs> Jello, Damn. but um, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. Um, once again, shout out to the gang. Shout out to my uncle for stopping by. He'll come back through again. Um, he's not here to give me what his outro music is. So we're gonna go back to like I said at the beginning. Some Luda appreciation. Peace, guys. We out.